0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite show, the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. It is Wednesday, May 19th, 2021, in the year of our Lord, and this is the 71st installment of our humble little show. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. Mr. B-Rad, the day that the crypto crash occurred.
1: Yes, a week later. Uh (laughs) Oh. After hyping it up, baby
0: uh i'm gonna i'm gonna be venting on you a lot this episode based on uh
1: and this this is why i didn't want to give you any advice on it we'll i know talk, we'll talk
0: that second ethereum market buy is what has me particularly <laughs> perturbed at you at the moment <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> all right back to monetizing the podcast baby let's go let's
1: get it It's the Weekly Catch-Up with Carson and Brad Here to talk about the week we done had It could be sports, religion, politics, we keeping the tabs You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in their bag Get your facts up, on Wednesday we'll be counting the stats up So turn the volume up till it's maxed up, you know the drill So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up And chill, we back up, this is the Weekly Catch-Up
0: Yeah, so I'm down big time. <laughs> really,
1: I have I actually haven't lost any money.
0: I lost the I lost the farm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just bought in at like a very uh uneducated time yeah, for but, most but, of the stuff. Uh, before we
1: even get time. into that, I just need the audience to know like this is probably the least we've talked since uh you you know, typically when we get here we we have a couple discussions, uh, you know, about happenings in our lives that we may or may not talk about. But like we didn't talk much today <laughs> as soon as I got here. You were like, eh, let, let's save it for the pod. So
0: it, It's funny. I was quiet, but my wallet was screaming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell if you just have like juicy gossip you wanted to talk about, but yeah, no, you're about to read me a new one, huh?
0: No, no, not at all. Um, it, it's all, it's all funny money, movie money, you know, yeah. at this point, like I, I, I have, I have transferred a significant <laughs> amount of money to Robin Hood. I will say that. Uh, however, Not all of that is tied up in, you know, current, current positions and shares. It's uh, there's there's (laughs) there's a little bit that I sold off. Uh, I actually (laughs) (laughs) shut up, shut up. This is all retail investing. I'm just. I'm how much is that dog in the window? Like, that's where I'm at. I'm just buying a cookie on a nice day off. <laughs> um, Carson's over here <laughs> starting two new group
1: chats throughout the week of what he should invest in. And if AMC's oh, oh man, and I'm the only one over here, like, yeah, invest in AMC. And everyone's like, why are you adding me to this meme currency group chat? <laughs>
0: Well, uh, I doubled, tripled, and quadrupled down on AMC like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that, uh, yeah, it represents two legs of my stool currently. Uh, oh man! In terms of uh, <laughs> diversification, no, it's it's all gravy, baby. I think that's going to the moon and back. It could. So you,
1: you got to understand, like people have been following this since months and months ago so like you're going to come in Why is all this so
0: funny to you?
1: <laughs> because I just think it's funny how we just talk about it last week and like within the span of last episode and this episode. We've
0: like literally had the roaring 20s, the great depression, <laughs> like everything all rolled into one.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I bought into a I'm pretty sure I <laughs> just the 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 prices that I bought in at is So laughable because it's not like I did any amount of research or like, hey, what's this done year to date? I'm like, hey, it looks every button is like green, so let's go, baby, all in. It's like I've been at the blackjack table for eight consecutive days at this point. Like my eyes are bloodshot. I'm clutching a Red Bull. No, it's a lot of fun, having a blast, y'all, out here on Wall Street.
1: Portfolio looking.
0: Portfolio is down atm um but we're you know what we're holding baby wall street Bets said to hold riding this thing all the yeah, way
1: that next rap album it's not going to be like rick ross glamorous it's going to be one of those introspective <laughs> <laughs> like my family got me even when i'm down
0: yeah uh, okay well i'm glad that i could just make you rock and rumble over there
1: yeah so I, I i play cell limits on everything so once it reached a certain point
0: <laughs> you were such a giggly goober today
1: yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i don't mean to laugh at your i
0: wish that we had a video podcast right now you remind me of chrissy d chris de stefano okay you're so it. funny and he's yeah. such a goober
1: yeah yeah
0: you Bye. feel me feel me fam
1: but yeah, with Ethereum, I saw it crash, in, <laughs> put a salt limit, made a couple hundred bucks, and then I bought back in whenever it reached around like 1900. So I own more than I did before.
0: Oh, hey, <laughs> shares are bountiful.
1: Yeah,
0: Brad lives in a, a land of a plenty, not of scarcity. I'm excited for you, buddy. You're up overall on your whole. I'm I'm down 185 dollars. We're all good. Oh yeah, you're, you're we're right. all good. We're yeah. gonna have a big bounce back. Um. I'm uh, I'm not going to be one of those people that is just going to be able to like ride these stocks for the next 20 years, you know, like right. I want to, I want to flip these things. Like, although I was definitely advised, I got to transfer everything over to Coinbase for my crypto because Robinhood is going to take excessive uh, points on my margin that yep. I make and all of that good stuff. Also, I don't have a very wide array of selection with crypto mm-hmm. within Robinhood, but for stocks, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I sold, I sold uh, both my Twitter and that free stock, and I sold all the stock that I just put like a hundred bucks into basically. What are you laughing at?
1: <laughs> Trying to make a couple gains at least. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I made a quarter, um, it was dope. Um, but I was getting all that ready because, you know, the night of the big surge of the AMC, where I was like, tomorrow the, the Lord is coming. It's gonna happen for me, um, you know. I was trying to transfer like massive sums to Robinhood, and they were like, "Oh, you've been transferred. Like this is gonna actually have to wait till it hits. Yeah. We'll give you two hundred instant funds as it comes, type mm-hmm. deal." And yeah, um,
1: you have to you have to have a certain <laughs> amount deposited, right? Like there's different levels to it. So I'm in that I'm in that ten thousand level now.
0: No, okay. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I, I've only put like a G of principal in, you know, mind you, a G or fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Fifteen hundo, something like that yeah anyway um forget what i was saying but i was just trying to like get everything ready to go all amc (laughs) that day so i was like selling anything where i had like 0.00131 shares type Mm -hmm. deal um i still have tesla i still have amc and uh, (laughs) my (laughs) cryptos
1: hurting bro uh yeah yeah.
0: it's the only one that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sell that for a loss
1: yeah because that's gonna come back you know between elon and china man
0: Okay, so can we talk about, like, I feel like Elon is directly, respons- directly responsible for, like, everything that occurred with all my crypto this week.
1: That and China saying that they, like, they're going to make it illegal to, like, use within their businesses or something like
0: that. Great. When did that press release go out?
1: Uh, I think this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah.
0: It's been a busy day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thought you Thought you might have heard about it.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> Again, light on the research.
1: My bad, bro. I'm just tickled that you, you, uh, you then also had a group chat with me, you, Michael, and Heston, just us four. And uh, they're all giving you like these different books to read about stocks <laughs> and everything. And uh, I'm just like, AMC, <laughs> hold, <laughs> doge. And, you, have, um, you have some
0: in AMC still? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I sold and then bought back in, but yeah.
0: You're a little, you jump on the train and then you jump right off.
1: Uh, whenever I see it dipping, yeah. But I still have some, like, so I got in at AMC at 8 and $9. Um, and then I sold a little bit and then got back in at 10 Like, I, I just kind of bounced back and forth. With Ethereum, um my first purchase of ethereum was back whenever it was like 1600 um so i feel like that's maybe why i'm not you know just losing as much just because i bought it at a cheaper price but
0: yeah that, that's much better than the 4200 that i bought it at <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh
1: but they're over here providing these uh, you know good reads and i'm just like i got some harry potter for you <laughs> You <in> <laughs> got some to kill a Mockingbird.
0: No, that was – well, that was the the Adventist chat because I basically was like, is this how Ellen White felt (laughs) on that day in 1844 when Jesus did not come back?
1: Uh Uh-huh. great disappointment, baby.
0: For me, it was the great disappointment. Oh,
1: man. Um, But, yeah, I feel like they provided some good information. Heston also, you know, him and I have been talking back and forth a little bit, and we're supposed to meet up. He wants to uh, explain to me, I guess you can have a storage – system for your crypto like offline and there's a device that you can use and so um, i'm going to learn a little bit more about that from him
0: wait what there's a a storage device offline for your crypto
1: yeah he's going to
0: sell you a box where you can keep your crypto
1: (laughs) basically he's (laughs) not selling it to me i believe he has he owns one and he's going to kind of tell me how it works but basically like, Picture it's your crypto if you in uh you know it's worth whatever it is right now then you store it on that device and you get taxed for it for taking it out now but whenever it's worth a lot more down the line it's already taken out so you don't get taxed for it and then you can probably do some other shady things with it but anyway so it's
0: like an ira for crypto
1: potentially but i don't fully understand it so
0: that's what it sounds like to me it sounds like but you know what that's what a real ira is for i mean i guess if you're to that level of diversification and you've already got like all your bitcoins and mm-hmm. all of that stuff all your doges i don't feel like i do but got some doges <laughs> i'll trade you for no uh...
1: i'm i'm completely out of doge
0: you don't have doge no i do <laughs> of course <laughs> hey buddy all the things that we've been talking about that i went and invested in hard-earned american sweat blood and tears dollars into mm-hmm. you're out of all of a sudden
1: what kind no. of jordan
0: belfort enron looking <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I, the only thing i'm completely out of is doge i still have some amc i still have some ethereum i just sold it before i was out money and then purchased it back on the dip yeah you're smart that's all yeah how's everything else going
0: Man, it's been so busy this last week. Yeah. Um, it seems like there's something every day. I'm trying to think. Uh, last Thursday, my buddy Hutton came into town kind of last. Okay. minute. He and his uh, girlfriend at the time. Now fiance.
1: Oh,
0: it's happened in the last week. Um, they uh, they came to town and they were going to Louisiana for a wedding. He's in Philadelphia currently. The last time that I caught up with him was on Upper East Side, uh, Manhattan, his mm-hmm. apartment. Uh, we went for a walk in Central Park with his dog Ziggy and Andrea, and had a beautiful evening. On my way to Europe back in 2019, nice. And so he came and he uh, he rolled by the house. She was getting spray tan, getting ready for this wedding. They were going to go across state lines to Louisiana for this wedding mm-hmm. uh, early Friday morning, and uh, this was Thursday night. And so I'd made reservations over at the Henry, and um, that she she had a friend from LSU that just recently moved to uh State Thomas neighborhood of mm-hmm. uptown and uh so we made reservation for 4 we all went out all evening had a great time and uh, it was great to see him again he was from my baltimore days like one of my right. good friends uh, down in the row houses of locust point and um you know that was 2012 13 type deal
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so to, it was 2013 to 14 So it's been, you know, a good solid seven, eight years at this point. And uh, we've circled back in multiple markets, uh, including Baltimore, uh, kind of every other year since, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah. And so he, they rolled on from the wedding in Louisiana to a personal vacation in Cape Cod where he asked her to marry him. She said, yes, that's what's up. So another one, bites the dust this is a fellow scorpio mm. somebody that like i look to emotionally to like he's a year or two older than me i'm like oh maybe i'll be you're kind of screwed up one day <laughs> and uh so now he's getting hitched so it does happen to us
1: i love love baby
0: <laughs> so congrats to those two crazy kids <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: i thought it was i told them i was like i'm not sure how you fly in from Philadelphia and somehow you're introducing me to women in my own backyard, <laughs> but much appreciated. <laughs> hey,
1: that's, that's a good friend to have. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, my past few days have just consisted of, uh, you know, it's finals week for my students. So I've been doing a lot of grading and finalizing grades. Uh, our graduation is this weekend we have our parent tribute night on Friday. We have graduation Saturday night. Sunday we're driving to Oklahoma and uh, getting Courtney a dog, getting her a nice uh, golden retriever. So looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, other. I mean, I've just been just been working. It's this is the busiest time of the school year. So
0: yeah, it's been a busy time for for me at work too. But just a lot of. Um... A lot of social obligations too it seems like like yeah. saturday i went from party to party essentially went over to you know jeff and liz mm-hmm. um they have their annual crawfish broil at their house and i hadn't been up there in a while so it was great to get to go see them and all of our friends mike and Sonia, Chen, brandon and shari all of those people uh Chen just got a brand new it's not like a boxster it's one of the nicer models of porsches mm-hmm. i couldn't tell you what it was but uh, he took me out on that thing. I think we went about 130 on the service road, and it was it was wild. I mean, that thing could pick up and go. And the, the thing that was most pronounced for me was uh, the speed at which he could take corners, and we were just suctioned to the ground perfectly.
1: Did he move away or no?
0: Uh-uh. Okay. They still live. He has a, a townhouse over in Trinity Groves, I believe.
1: Okay, got it. I remember he had gotten married— within this past year, right? Or no,
0: he got married at the very beginning of quarantine. Okay. Uh, he I remember married we... March 14 of 2020.
1: Yeah. I remember talking about it on the podcast because they're, they had like a really dope reception or something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had
0: like the club after party and okay. all the dragons like going throughout the, uh, the reception. And yeah, it was a world-class affair.
1: Awesome. But... Okay. So crawfish boil, good fun.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I did. I didn't eat because I don't I wasn't raised on that stuff. So right. I just steer clear. And so I showed up an hour late with a six pack type deal and just uh, made the rounds probably stayed for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to see all those folks. And it, it was wild because it was a lot of folks from like a lot of folks from my kickball years back when my early 20s. Jeff was our captain. Mm. He was very much the social committee chair of the group. And he started the kickball team. He signed all of us up, and that was our crew, you know, when I was 21, 22, 23. And a lot of those folks were there, and it was just wild because, you know, they have little kids, toddlers on the floor now, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just, um, it's wild.
1: It's cool that you've been able to like maintain those friendships, though. Um, Alec, I hung out with him on Friday or Saturday night and took him out because uh, he had just turned 30 a couple weeks ago um or maybe a week ago but um yeah took him out we went to chewy's and just hung out but we were just discussing how like fortunate we are you know to have friends from elementary middle high school and and college that we just see on the on a regular basis because i feel like not everyone has that you know like i i love that we all are still connected in some way even if we don't see each other every week or anything um we have that so that's cool
0: I think that we'll circle back to our Mm goings-ons in a minute because I want to do this before I lose this train of thought. There's a lot of different types of adults' friends, like the I'll I'll characterize different like archetypes or Mm -hmm. um, uh, what would you call them? An archetype, basically, a persona, persona. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, if you're 30 and married and you know been at your job for a couple of years. There are people that have like, you know, one main friend couple, you know, like they they do pretty much all their stuff with, you know, they might go to dinner. They might be alone the rest of the time. They might go on a trip with that couple. They might have a couple peripheral same sex friends on each side of the couple Mm -hmm. that they see like once a year type deal for brunch or golf or something like that. I I see that persona. Yeah. Uh, There's also, just the folks that only hang out with folks that are advantageous to their kids type deal Mm -hmm. and your friends change out, uh, for people that are single, there's people that have kind of like only friends from college or only friends from high school. Mm -hmm. There's others that only have friends from like their most recent time. Right. You know, like there's nobody that has actually been their friend and their crew Mm -hmm. that they go around with for more than a year or something. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this the other day because I was thinking how lucky I am that all of my groups are so intermingled now because, you know, I have friends from, you know, my childhood and college and directly after college and my professional career that all mesh together. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that you're texting with Heston and you're also <laughs> texting with John, yeah. who's the brother of Mm Shelly, who's now marrying Michael, who we also went to college with.
1: Yeah, dude. And then my fiance is out here texting Grizz and Shelly and and arranging that.
0: Yeah, I was talking about that with Meredith uh, earlier and saying that they'd gotten kind of hooked up at, I guess, Easter. And was this their first kind of hangout, go out? Mm -hmm. That was really nice that they all got to go do that.
1: It was. Um, But yeah, I mean, you're directly responsible for a lot of friendships Around you as well, so.
0: Oh, I I guess um, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just like to uh, I think I like to be a host
1: mm-hmm.
0: or a facilitator of things, yeah. just mainly because I'd rather host it than go to yours because <laughs> then I get to do it the way I want to do it. Sure. And just and, kind of and in my bring the
1: people that you want to bring and
0: it's my controlling anal streak or whatever. But I get it. Um, some
1: some people don't like like, uh, mixing their groups. You know what I mean? Like I don't want this friend to hang out with this friend, but like to a crazy degree, I I get it to some degree.
0: Don't you think that some of that goes away as you get older and more comfortable with, like with yourself or in your circle or whatever,
1: but I've never, I have never personally had that streak to begin with. Really. I don't think
0: usually I'm like the more, the merrier want to hang out with everybody. I think I've been that way for a very long time, as long as I can remember. But yeah. I think that the the whole like taking credit or, you know, hey, you're my friend mm-hmm. and then I'm going to introduce like your your relationship with certain Dallas people in the crew, um, you know, used to be more facilitated by me yes. or my proxy. Like you'd come over to my house, and then we'd go meet up with them mm-hmm. or something like that. And now it's progressed to a whole different level where, you know, you have active relationships with all of these people. And it's like, nobody even thinks about the origins. Yeah. Most people, I couldn't tell you where I met any of these people for the most <laughs> part, like when, uh-huh. you know, it's just one of those things. They just bl- start blending into your life. Yep. But the people that like, I think the, the root cause is just like they feel left out mm-hmm. if, if they have issues with like, who you're hanging out with, or I introduced you to that person or something like that. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And you, you do have situations where some people are using a, a particular person <laughs> to befriend another person. It's like, I don't, it could be, there could be shadiness on both sides, but I think we're fortunate that we just have a big, great group of friends.
0: Yeah. And, and they're good discerners of character, you know, to a, a large extent as well. So like mm-hmm. they know who to devote time to and, um you know there's been a lot of like for the group being the size that it is now like there's been hundreds of people that have been affiliated or active members of that group that have been mm-hmm. fallen out or whatever not fallen out just don't hang out as much anymore right. or they moved to the burbs like for real and got married and kind of cut themselves off mm-hmm. there's also that type like we always talk about me not going north of 635 or hey, you have a baby and move the burbs by. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really that vibe. Like, going back to the whole thing with like Jeff and Liz, like, they've been active adult friends that also have a child. Yeah. You know, like, and I really respect that, that vibe where they really love that little kid. It was my first time to meet him, mm-hmm. uh, this, this go round. Um, uh, walking, not talking type deal, mm-hmm. uh, almost talking. I'm sure that he talks more when we're not all there, when they're not around. but still kind of getting to that point. Yeah. Cutest little towhead kid. <laughs> and you know, when we were on the bachelor party, all having a fun time, you know, Jeff was FaceTiming home to see his little boy. And you know, you could tell they really care for that kid and they're great parents mm-hmm. and homeowners and like grown up, but able to still be with it. Yeah. You know, like they come out for your birthday, even if it's an uptown on a Friday night, like, you know, they still have that in them and balance that in a, beautiful way.
1: And that's impressive too.
0: I love that. Um, so we're still, but there's other people that like when they have kids or like go back to the church or, you know, whatever is going on, kind of return to their roots, but you know, up North or down South or whatever's happening, uh, they kind of cut themselves off from you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's
1: strange. Yeah. Yep. I've witnessed that.
0: What do you think about the personas of people with friends? Like what have you observed? Among,
1: I mean, kind of what kind of what you're saying, but and again, like I go back, I I just hung out with Alec and Rochelle this past weekend. I got to hang out with their daughter, Alec, and I got to break away for dinner, and then we came back and uh, we Netflixed it and watched or uh, played Xbox stuff like that, just like the old times. Um, I, I feel like all of my married friends thus far have done a really good job of staying in contact, um, and hanging out. So I definitely, uh, see what you're saying as far as those different groups. I just think overall, and there's nothing wrong. I, and I don't even want to push like what I like on everyone. Like some people are okay with not having those friends or, or maybe you've outgrown a certain group or things like that too. So, um, I'm just saying like with my personality type and the person that I am, Um, I'm really grateful for those uh, friends that I have a lot of history with.
0: For sure. It's just nice that you're, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle was characterizing friendship on the latest JRE that Mm -hmm. I recently listened to at Michael's recommendation. It's very good. And he's talking about how, you know, that that kinship where you can walk into a a bar or restaurant on the other side of the world and see somebody that you've known in that intimate way. And just immediately, just put a hand on the shoulder. All judgment is stripped away. Just a, a common kinship of like, I want what's best for you, and I've I've had a lot of like history with you, and like the immediacy of, um, just like your your outer guard kind of being stripped away. Any hoozle. <laughs> you get what I'm going with that, though. Totally. Like, um. He he characterized that in a really beautiful way, and I would recommend you go. It's like I've, I have two hours into it. that pod.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah. Sorry, that's like the one episode I've heard since he got the Spotify exclusive.
0: Yeah. So, what is that about? Like, what is your? Were you a more avid consumer prior?
1: Uh, I I guess it's more just convenience because um I don't even have the Spotify app anymore, so I listened on my computer, um
0: i got it specifically for him
1: yeah um i'm not a huge joe rogan fan but i do appreciate the people that he brings on and the type of questions that he asks uh compared to like a typical interviewer um but yeah i listen more for i guess the guests than him
0: well yeah i mean he arguably has the greatest uh guest recruiting platform in the world of the moment yep. of any media outlet ever. Right. Uh, he's like, I mean, people call him the modern day Johnny Carson type deal where if you saw, if you used to be, if you saw it on Carson, it was going to sell. It was going to be funny. It was going to be great. Everybody's going to know about it. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you go on Rogan if you're trying to sell that book or sell that comedy special or whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't listen. I could not find Joe Budden's, podcast that i guess he did solo or with others Mm -hmm. last week that you had recommended i
1: texted it to you
0: i didn't see that then shame i did listen to rory Rory and and mall's response response. and i was like i don't even need to listen to like they confirmed everything that i'd been saying where i'm like is this dude on something like the way that he would talk about Mm -hmm. his square deal and like or his cash app deal and like I knew that this was going to happen. Yeah. It's it's intra- apparently Charlemagne the God Charlemagne uh, for- the God Kevin, Kevin
1: Hart uh has responded, you know, given his two cents about like So yeah, what have
0: you learned? What did your opinion change because you had said last week that Joe Budden had made some good points?
1: He did. And that like I still I need you to listen to that episode. Okay.
0: Um, I'll I'll look at the text.
1: Yeah. Um be- I, I, because both parties are right and wrong in different instances so it's not like you can pinpoint this one thing and only one of the parties uh did something wrong you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. um yeah so it was just kind of bad business all around and uh sometimes that's the price of that's the price you pay of uh hiring friends for business
0: yeah, it's murky to go too far down a particular path without paperwork in place. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that's been coming up in startup. I've been, I've watched like a probably a season or two since we last spoke about that show, and it's like, yeah, I was almost like rethinking my recommendation because it got so grisly and like real and raw and visceral mm-hmm. after I'd made that reco, and I was like, man, people are gonna be watching this like <laughs> Carson Gibbons. What the? Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: yeah. Basically, what it boils down to is like both. You know, whichever parties, all of you should have lawyers and you say what you would like to see in a contract and they go battle it out. Like, if you don't know much about business, you shouldn't be the one that's like, you should, they should have hired somebody to handle that for them. I don't know. Anyway.
0: So you're buying less of Rory and Maul's story. I'm saying,
1: I'm saying that they should not have... Uh they they should have just cared more about what was going on in their early stages rather than just being like, oh, well, we're Joe's friend, so he'll take care of us and we'll always be straightforward with us like once they entered into that like we're all making quite a bit of money, they they should have known to have uh gotten a contract and and know what it said in the contract. That's all.
0: Can we go back to something that you said about the way that you you set a set limit or something on your, uh, was it your crypto? Or your,
1: yeah. I, I, you I, can
0: set it up to where it sells it automatically. Sells once a, it
1: hits a certain price. Okay.
0: okay. How have you been doing that calculation? You're just like, I'd be happy with I mean, this I, amount of profit. And yeah. Is there a, a threshold, bottom threshold that you can set?
1: I mean, is there a, wait, what do you mean? So
0: if it, If it hits this price, I guess you couldn't do like a bottom variable, but like, Mm -hmm. so you buy it at $10 and you say, if it goes to $15, sell it immediately. Yeah. But you can't say if it starts to like tank, do something about it or alert me.
1: I mean, it already sends alerts, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess, well, now that you say that, I guess that's more of what I did is once it reached a certain once it dropped and dipped to a certain price, I made sure that I sold it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I just looked again. Look it's it. just such
0: a bloodbath today. <laughs> I got on back. the I got on a one on one with our VP of finance and I was like, How's your day going? And he's like, Wow, well, it's a crypto bloodbath out there and <laughs> he's got like a pretty significant stake in crypto. And yeah. um, I was like, Yeah, you need to just instruct me and on when to purchase.
1: Elon Musk has the gold four hours ago to tweet uh tesla has diamond hands
0: and everybody's like what does that mean
1: he's the worst (laughs) he's the worst and i hate that this market has been revolving around him but a lot of people have taken advantage of it whenever he's uh shown approval of crypto and they've made money that way so i guess you can't get mad if you made money that way and then lost some whenever he no longer uses it
0: Aren't they saying that with all of his announcements about Tesla taking Bitcoin and, you know, the use of uh, Tesla cash assets to purchase Bitcoin, that he drove that market and made $2 billion before exiting and then cryptically basically, you know, confirming that they'd sold their stake in Bitcoin and then simultaneously goes on SNL, calls Dogecoin a side hustle Mm -hmm. and or a hustle in general and all of the cryptos have a bloodbath afterwards and uh amc isn't doing great either
1: <laughs> no um yeah he he sold all that made a lot of money and i'm pretty sure he bought the dip so he's planning on it rising again but it is what it is the game's the game baby
0: you're a you're a much more literate investor a retail investor at this point i'm i'm catching up It's amazing how glued to it I've been. Yeah. Even in this conversation, I keep circling back to it. I'm like, oh, I just thought of something.
1: Well, yeah. And that's what happens whenever you're eyeballing it, you know, every couple minutes. Like, that's, um, I especially, I don't know, I guess this week have done my best to like not open the app because I'm just like, you know, the Ethereum specifically is still something that I believe in and I think that it will rise to a higher price um so so i'm not gonna worry too much about it and i you know bought back in so
0: word yeah yeah i'll uh i'll go about my business more educatedly moving forward (laughs) yeah talk to
1: talk to the guys yeah uh, yeah, the main thing that I lost money on was, uh, GameStop. <laughs> I got in like se- several days too late the minute, and then I panicked and sold it. And, like, I, I could have made that money back but, um, if I had just held it. Um, but that was, yeah, that was back in like February, I guess, or whenever that was. Um, and so I've, I've done my best to learn from that mistake and it's, it's worked out decently so far.
0: That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, I'll just go back to the goings-ons after this long tangent that we've been on. Yeah. Thanks to the Tots for amusing us and kind of this rambling rant. But um, I left the crawfish broil Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll, we'll start back there. I stopped by our friend Kat's house for her annual spring kickoff pool party. Saw more members of the crew there and hung out for a couple hours. And um, so, it was a good day mm-hmm. out in the sun. It got a little murky there at the end, actually. Did it? Yeah, the storm started, yeah. like, really rolling in. I was supposed to play golf with my dad at 10, 10 a.m. on Sunday morning mm-hmm. out at Cowboys Golf Club, and it just rained. It rained cats and dogs all night, all morning, uh, on me, on <laughs> on the chipping, uh, chipping green, on the putting green, on the range, on the course, on the holes, like mm-hmm. – it just poured the entire time and we uh it finally kind of let up actually and the sun came out a little bit and we played about 12 sopping holes like where you know the greens were not even playable there at the end
1: they were bubbling
0: yeah they were yeah you saw that instagram story Uh i did i had never seen anything like that yeah we uh the the screwed up part that i was saying to my dad was that we played pretty well Mm -hmm. i thought we both were hitting some good shots he just bought a brand new set of Maverick Callaway uh, irons, and they're pretty sharp. And was hitting it good. And I was, you know, figuring some stuff out that I've been working on, and excited about that. And so we, and we got a a rain check for, you know, the the meals and the round. We're going back this Saturday. Oh, legit. Which apparently it's supposed to rain then as well. (laughs) I looked at the the weather app. Yeah,
1: it's supposed to be on and off all week.
0: Yeah. That's unfortunate. I know April showers lead to May flowers, but what do May showers lead to? June flowers.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's May showers lead to June being hot AF, I bet. about <laughs> to get crazy.
1: Yeah, been raining off and on. Wild times.
0: We ran over a snake in the golf cart, and I about crap myself i was like oh that's a stick that's not a stick and then i was like okay run over it in a way that you miss it on both sides with the wheel set Mm -hmm. and i don't think i did because i looked back Mm. and the thing was like rearing its head and like writhing all over the sidewalk and it just you shuddered oh yeah dude for 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 an hour like i just kind of would get a reminiscence of it or a recollection and it would just scare me it was terrible it's very scary (laughs) First snake I'd seen in a while.
1: Man, Mother like, Nature, baby. Get
0: behind me, Satan. <laughs> and now uh, you have
1: the snakes against you. Yeah. No, I hate snakes. Snakes are
0: yep. the most terrible thing. But uh, there was a lot of uh, fun shots, though. I made a birdie. Did you? Yes. Dude. Like, I was kind of pouring it in a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really, I was hitting greens. Mm-hmm felt good i really had my uh, three and five wood down where i could just throw that thing and i was hitting it i mean i'm not gonna lie i was on the fringe of several holes that we were 230 yards out from mm. my approach shot on a par five and i was like you know on the fringe or just off with the little tiny
1: gap wedge maybe the rain made you loosen up a bit or something i don't know is there anything to that No, No. the
0: rain made me angry and uncomfortable and soaked through. I mean, it was to the point that you would have thought that with all the free meals and everything that we could have gone and obliged ourselves of in the the clubhouse that we would have been in there doing that, (laughs) which if we'd started that way, we might have done that. But, you know, by the time we were done, we were like, you know what? We're too wet to even feel comfortable sitting Sitting and eating." eating. And then we went out on the roads and like, I don't know if you saw my stories trying to get back home to Dallas, but it was I like don't think so. the the freaking highway was a uh, it was a a pond. Like, oh, I, at one point, I just saw this one car like facing the wrong way on the highway in a wreck. Like oh. as I was whizzing by, like it was insane. Yeah, and then it so just good. it really poured cats and dogs the rest of the day. Yeah. I'm but glad, bus- I'm very busy weekend okay. socializing. It felt good. Uh-huh. Feels like the last month or so has been the end of COVID to a certain extent. And with the CDC's new guidelines coming down this week, I got literally today, I got emails from the Charles Schwab challenge, the colonial mm-hmm. in Fort worth uh, saying that if you're fully vaxxed, no mask needed. My apartment emailed us and said, no mask needed anywhere. If you're fully vaxxed, mm-hmm. I am whoop whoop. Uh, I'm not wearing a mask except in the bathroom at work anymore, really. Yeah. And, um, I'm even walking into the Chipotle to get my to-go without a mask and just kind of creeping out. Naughty boy. Just to prove a point. I'm fully vaxxed, and I want these benefits. And it looks like we're starting to get them. Even Europe, it looks like, was lifting travel bans starting mm-hmm. today.
1: dude. All Yeah, all these uh, concert venues are uh, – it's like a lot of uh, music festivals were announced this week. So, like, Lollapalooza's back, Austin City Limits. Uh, I, I don't know. There's, like, three others that I – Saw that I'm not familiar with, but music's coming back as well.
0: Tech tech world is coming tech back. Uh, tech conferences, Saster is coming back in real life, mm-hmm. and I think that everyone's going to be fully vaccinated there. It's going to be a prerequisite of entry, uh, being featured, etc. Yep. Um, you would think with that demographic, it wouldn't, they wouldn't have any problems. But, um, yeah, it seems like there's probably more vaccines than than people willing to take them at this point. Mm-hmm. Um but just excited to kind of round the corner on some of this. Like, yeah. it feels like we're going back to uh, even some of my more conservative about the pandemic, which means that they're more liberal in their ideology or beliefs, mm-hmm. um, friends to see them relax and kind of like more willing to hug. And like, they're not wearing masks at friend parties mm-hmm. or house parties. Like it's cool.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: I guess that are are students wearing masks?
1: Uh, We're still requiring them to. I don't think we will next uh, school year. And then uh, for graduation this weekend, masks are optional. And we've also, um, like it was going to be a restricted audience, like only a few family members per student. And I guess now they've lifted that as well. And seating is just first come first serve. So, here we are.
0: We back, baby.
1: We back in this. What else
0: you uh, been thinking about here recently? Anything else on Joe Budden, by the way? Like, is that just what um, it is? Like a disagreement, and they're both going to put out their sides, or what?
1: It yeah, and it is what it is at this point. I think it's. I don't think they'll ever. I am like one hundred percent sure that they will never uh, come back together. I <laughs> yeah. think uh, now over the weekend because before joe had said that he would never allow or he would sue them if they tried to start their own podcast within a year before their contract's up and then over the weekend he said he retracts that statement um they can do whatever they want um so if they came out with their own podcast i would listen to them because i am a huge fan of them i'm i'm really disappointed that i never got to see the whole crew because they would travel with their podcast and do different shows like live shows um so i'm i'm like Really upset that I don't get to see them live. Like they, they've been a huge part of my life life twice a week. So for the past several years. Well, it looks like a huge part
0: of your life was immature, Brad. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Full of themselves. At least Bud and I it seems like the other two like kinda kowtowed a little yeah. bit in my opinion.
1: But But I mean I'll he's always been his... that way. And typically they've been they've done a good job of grounding him. And that's what I liked about it. Like he would do outlandish things and, you know, that makes for good stories and everything like that. And then they would crack jokes on him. And that's the dynamic that I liked. But now that it's him, I mean, he still has some other friends on there and everything. Um, And he came out with an episode today, which I don't think I'm going to listen to. Um, Yeah, I don't know.
0: In your weekly golf update, uh, the Byron Nelson was held in McKinney, Texas this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, TPC Craig Ranch and Dallas uh, Dallas resident K.H. Lee actually won. Um, very cool. It was uh, the 8th or ninth South Korean to win on the PGA Tour. It was his first tour win. Mm-hmm. He had won five times over on like the Asian and worldwide tours, but never on the PGA. It was his 80th start. Um, KJ Choi was uh, on the 18th waiting for him eight time PGA Tour uh, South Korean winner it was kind of a, a cool moment and um, so shout out to him we're going into the uh, PGA Championship which is the second of the majors uh, so the Masters we just had um, now we have the PGA Championship mm-hmm. and then we'll have uh, the Open and blah blah blah
1: yeah that's awesome
0: so we got live around the clock coverage all week live from the pga championship so it's Brandel chambley and uh justin leonard and all of those guys commentating and i love that crew for all you golf nerds out there it's one of those uh just awesome weeks where like whether you have a cup of coffee or a glass of wine you know any hour of day you can turn it on and they're analyzing everything
1: that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is, man. Dallas Mavs clinched fifth place in the Western Conference, meaning they will not have to play in the in-game tournament. Um, okay, yeah. So, so one
0: of us made the playoffs. Like the Dallas Stars didn't make the playoffs. Dallas Stars,
1: but honestly, they did a good job for how crazy their year was. Like we we had to cancel several games because a lot of the teammates had COVID, um, so we ended up playing less games than a lot of the other teams we also had um tyler out pretty much the whole season except for the last game or two um so they were struggling but anyway so the mavericks are coming back on saturday playing the clippers and uh i'm really looking forward to it Uh, i've been i've been kind of keeping up with them more recently why is that they're winning, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes it a lot easier, right? But yeah, um, I'm going to the Texas Rangers game tomorrow. I'm taking uh, three of my students, we're gonna go there and hang out, have a great time. Are they playing the Yankees tomorrow? They are. Oh, nice, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I had uh, when I went, we were 17 and 18, and I told my mom, I said, What if we go up at 500 and we stay above 500 for the rest of the season? Like, that would be great because mm-hmm. I was kind of giving her given her mess a little bit because i was saying how what's our record like how are we doing this season she was like you know we've really won all of the last uh homestands like mm-hmm. or like we've won all of the last um meetups like wh- what is it called when they play three games like series series thank you mm-hmm. we've won all of the last series and the way that she was describing it, I was like, you don't want to give me the numerical stats of yeah. what our record is. And I looked it up it was 17 and 18. Yeah. I was like, what if we win? We ended up having a beautiful game, you know, multiple, uh, home runs, you know, in, in ballpark fireworks, like, mm-hmm. you know, double digit runs scored. Great time. We go to 18 and 18. I checked the score today and it's 19 and 25. And I sent her yeah. a screenshot. I'm like, what happened to our little (laughs) pact that went on there? Like anyway, yeah, Yeah. it's worth it for the ballpark tomorrow.
1: Yeah. With this series, they're one and one against the Yankees. They played the past two days. They play tonight and tomorrow. So we'll see how they do, but I'm excited. My students are really excited to go. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but um, one of my students had uh, his dad passed away from COVID and um I don't know. He's a he's a really good kid. So I ended up getting us tickets, and then I told him he could pick two classmates. And um, yeah, so I'm taking three of my juniors to the Rangers game tomorrow. Really looking forward to it.
0: I didn't know about that more heartfelt connection. Mm-hmm. You, uh, that's pretty awesome that you're able to do that.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Afterwards, we're gonna get some wings. Uh, I have a projector in my classroom. We're gonna. I think they want to watch like the Justice League or something so watch a movie it'll be a fun-filled day um and it's been a while since i've done something like that to like connect with some of my students i feel like i'll be able to do more whenever i have my house in cleburne and like have i'll be able to have like vespers over there and stuff oh yeah Um,
0: i hadn't even thought about like the student entertainment aspect of it
1: yeah um but yeah looking forward to it i think tomorrow will be fun
0: yeah for real sounds like a great day yeah is it a day game or
1: yes it's like at 1 p.m i believe
0: dope yeah man you guys are gonna have a great time especially I'm... against the yankees like mm-hmm. it's
1: a yeah and my premium my series. my student who i got the tickets for he's a yankees fan that's why i picked this game oh well then screw um, that kid yes yeah, <laughs> <So. laughs> no but um yeah last day of finals was today and so they get rewarded with a rangers game tomorrow
0: man the days when you got to clock out and just school's out for the summer
1: yeah I still got meetings and everything up until next week and then a couple weeks after that I have my master's classes. So that's what's up. Yeah. Steady grinding. Steady grinding. That's cool, man. Trying I'm make, trying to make more money so I can waste it on you. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm jelly of your of your day tomorrow. Um yeah. I was gonna say something about that. Shoot. Doesn't matter. It's all good. Uh, something about the stadiums or okay never mind
1: yeah all right um completely transitioning and shifting gears did you hear seeing green nikki lil wayne and drake their new song no (laughs) i'm tempted to like pause this recording and have you listen to it um okay let's do it right now Yeah. okay we'll be
0: right back sweet well that was some hot hot fire (laughs) yeah that was like old school, Wayne. I haven't heard him be that strong on a track in years. was like early years. 2000s. I thought so he like, was... That was like 09. I was concerned for his health every time I heard him rap. Yeah. Like, recently.
1: But he sounded good.
0: Man, he sounded like well put together, like well rested, like he had yeah. had time to scribble down those uh, mind rambles. Like that was a... Uh, man, everybody was a strong performance on that one. And it's right? good to get some old school Nicky in this day and age of like all Meg The Stallion and Cardi yes. B. Yes sweetie and
1: yeah so she came out with this song um so her 2009 mixtape ski uh beam me up scotty is now on all streaming services and to celebrate that she came out with three new songs that were added onto that 2009 mixtape and this was one of them um yeah and so i i've just been running this back oh i, over I will over. be um, several
0: times after this
1: yeah uh Best lines, in my opinion, or at least right now. Lil Wayne's, uh, I'm, I put you six feet deep. I'm being socially distant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a great one. Uh, from Nikki, oh, uh, just bought a new car not to drive it, but to walk around it. I mean, that's a flex. She had some good ones. Yeah. And then Drake, uh, within the first couple lines, he said, uh, seen more plaques than toothbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> Clever clever man he he's he's uh he's he's dangerous uh, he's he got artist of the decade bro he he
0: might be the goat here when everything is said and done i mean i hate to say it because i know that jay-z was like more formate, formational and foundational and you know uh, trend like mold breaking trend setting like developed this genre he he create helped create this space and bring it into this modern genre that it is today to a certain extent i'm talking like 20 30 year vision here Mm -hmm. um but from a straight up billboard top 100 hits hits perspective easily drake is like the goat right like
1: yeah jay-z more like if we're talking All around, like he's a business mogul now. Like, he, I think he's not that concerned. Drake's,
0: Drake's gonna have a bill too. Uh,
1: No doubt. But I, so Drake's gonna be worth more than Jay. And I agree with that too. But I think right now, Jay Z, like, as far as a business, I still think he's the GOAT. But if we're talking hits, Drake, easily.
0: Well, Drake started from, like, the middle, and now we're here. Yeah, You know, Jay-Z truly started from from, from, from Mossy, like, yeah. the bottom, and now we're here. Right. So, from, like, the real, like, documentary humanitarian of the year, like, you know, lifetime achievement, you know. Yeah. Jay-Z has that real, heartfelt, yeah. authentic story.
1: Jay-Z had to overcome, like, selling drugs. Drake had to overcome, like, being wheelchair jimmy on on degrassi
0: <laughs> drake had to overcome doing drugs so. <laughs>
1: yeah maybe i i don't feel like we've
0: ever really heard a whole lot about that like he's been he's never been in trouble with the law or anything
1: Nah, there's been a few like club scuffles yeah um but he he stays pretty clean he, he's now it has been reported that he's sent other people to go handle some business but uh but, yeah, he, he's,
0: he's – Who's good. saying that? Uh, Pusha T? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, he's probably one of them. <laughs> but I know uh, whenever Drake had issue with Meek Mill and Chris Brown, like both of those instances, he had some other people like getting a scuffle for him, I guess. Okay. Yeah. He's got goons.
0: Yeah. Um, that's what's up.
1: Yeah, but awesome record for those that like rap.
0: Man, but if you just go back through his discography, like it's it's insane. Yeah. Like how many unique incredible songs he has or is featured on. Yes. Straight up.
1: And and both in rap and R&B and pop.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he transcends genres, my main point. Like and across those uh top Billboard Hot 100 or whatever, I would say that I wonder what his actual stats are on ownership over those charts as compared to it's gotta like because he's got to be up there with like the t swifts of the world like he probably has exceeded her though but you got to think like what has he had like 40 50 60 bangers at this point you know
1: right um i can try to pull up a few
0: while you're doing that i played b-rat a song directly after that yeah
1: tell me what that was
0: that was a uh, un lacura. Uh, Ozuna and J Balvin and um, Changel Corleone, Una mm-hmm. la Cura, Una la Cru. Yeah, it's so good. This song is so you won't understand a word of it if you don't speak Spanish, but
1: yeah, I didn't understand it, but it sounded good.
0: I've been listening to a lot more like world music. Like, I, I liked the um, remember when I was really in the Mater Gims, mm-hmm. Mater Gems, whatever, uh, from I think Paris. Um, he has a really unique. Uh, music set, and with my time recently in Mexico and kind of just feeling the summer vibes, I've been so much more into like Latin music. And we have a Latin top hits on mm-hmm. playlist on Preciate Social, and that's been like my office music for a while. It's how I discovered Una Lacura. Like, I Shazammed Preciate Social, okay. And because um, I was like on with Daniel and we were just jamming out, like waiting for a <laughs> customer. And uh, I was like, I'm going to just jam out real quick. And so I like up my volume mm-hmm. and um, it's Shazam this song. And nice. it's just so
1: good. Yeah.
0: Um, really into Spanish music recently.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, might have, I might have, since I'm your way. Please do. Yeah. Um, okay. So as far as Drake goes, this was a year ago, um, but a year ago he had 40 top 10 hits like like ever um so in his career he he passed the beatles and madonna michael jackson rihanna stevie wonder like so he holds the top spot for the most top 10 hits on the billboard hot 100 um yeah okay and that was a year ago and i know he's come out with other songs since then so it's probably more now
0: I mean, he's just like, I don't know. The, the gift yeah. is strong with that one. Yep. The the lyrical gift yeah.
1: set. He was honored by Billboard, uh, I think, last week or the week before. Um, he's going to be honored as the Artist of the Decade at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards, which makes sense. Even if you don't listen to that type of music, probably know who this dude is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um interesting Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what else were we going to report back on besides budden and what wasn't there something that you were going to watch or listen to or something from last week
1: maybe um (laughs) did did we talk about ted lasso have you talked about that you've
0: talked about that briefly
1: i thought okay so i just watched it and i binged it yesterday
0: it's a movie or a season? It's a season. Okay.
1: With uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah,
0: he's like the unassuming. He's the patsy Man, guy that has to coach like a team a or
1: something. Great show.
0: Yeah. I feel I love like you it. talked about this, right?
1: I may have mentioned it that it was on my list, but I hadn't watched it until this week. <laughs> I watched the first <laughs> I feel episode.
0: Like my recollection is you pitching it to the extent that I would have felt like you watched it. Nah. <laughs> you're like great preview thought, guys because i couldn't remember because i thought you mentioned it to me no
1: man i watched. yeah Alex showed me the first episode last weekend and then i binged the rest yesterday yo
0: when is dave coming back
1: uh june june
0: is, is it rose though <laughs> and
1: he i don't know <laughs> but he's he's been tweeting like dave himself little dicky he's been tweeting that like this season is incredible Dude, so for I, him to say that about his own stuff, like I wholeheartedly believe him. Like he's saying this is way better than season 1.
0: I saw the guest list or the the yeah, guest actors a lot of like, celebrities. Right. You know, it's basically the whole rap game.
1: They want to get in on it. They saw they saw season 1 and how he kind of honored some of those.
0: Season 1 was fire, son. Yeah,
1: it really was. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um but yeah, if you have Apple TV, if you don't have it, Wait until July and then do like the <laughs> free trial, because the season two of Ted Lasso comes out in July, and so, I mean, I would honestly like really highly. Yeah, that's recommend a fire
0: that recommendation from your boy rad right there. Tots like yeah. looking out for you. Like, hey, don't don't bust it on a free trial right now yeah, when yeah, season yeah. two on. is so proximate. Because mm-hmm. season one ain't gonna get you. Season no. one and two yeah that's a weekend right that's a rainy weekend that way
1: you binge season one on friday night binge season two at saturday night and then you still have
0: all of sunday you were so thoughtful
1: (laughs) i actually don't know if these episodes are released all at once so you (laughs) might just get the season two premiere i don't i'm not super familiar really wet your whistle for it (laughs) yeah Yeah. but uh really great show loved it. it has a lot of heart um some good laughs yeah. Maybe some tears.
0: Maybe somebody else described this to me as well, because I never know which conversations are on or off air with right? you or sometimes with other contributory. You know, sometimes people hear their own voice mm-hmm. in our recollections or other conversations that we've had in the week leading up to the the taping of this wonderful little show that I do with you, Mr. B-Rad.
1: Well, yeah. And sometimes it's like. I know what topics I want to talk about with you. So then maybe in my head, like I already envisioned how that conversation would go. And then like days later, I think that conversation actually happened.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I love the way that you make me feel more normal when you say sh- stuff like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it. you know, that's just how it is.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah. Lately. I feel like I've had no thoughts about what we were going to say on air. <laughs> Just like winging it,
1: yeah. we've been doing. I mean, this week's <laughs> been pretty crazy.
0: I know it's like there's been a lot of life packed in, and I really I don't know what to do, short of like, I could document all this, but there's so many things that I'm like, hey, you know, remember that for the podcast. Mm-hmm. but I can't tie it into anything. right Like the other night, I was going out for a pancake mix late mm-hmm. night as one does. yeah, and I went to. I walked past 7-Eleven. I knew they wouldn't have it. I went yeah. to CVS. They had everything that I needed but that. Mm. And so I ended up making the, the walk over to Tom Thumb okay. in Harwood. And I'm walking back. And I'm walking back across uh, Nowitzki and Victory or one of those streets. Sure. And it's where there's like – They have a carve-out for a biker and a, a hiker um, lane. And – you have to like there's a little inlet where if you're driving you can be in the main lane and then there's an opening where you can go across the bike lane into the turn lane Mm -hmm. well this car it was dark this car had never been on the street apparently and it just like this little honda Mm -hmm. civic uh it just tried to go over like the barrier like to the the walk run lane and literally like it just scraped on top like it literally accelerated itself Onto this median and could not get off and didn't understand, and was like trying to like ball out their tires, you know, which were spinning on nothing because it yeah. was like suspended in the air essentially.
1: My goodness,
0: and I just remember thinking, like, I'd stopped for this mm-hmm. uh car because <laughs> uh, they had the green light, and yeah. I thought, oh, they'll make it, I'll be a nice person. And uh, it's 10 o'clock, I've got a couple Tom Thumb bags in my hands, uh, nobody on the street, <laughs> and I'm just hearing like screech, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like literally. Just crossing the street, casually watching them do this, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, like, do I render aid? Like, no, there's nothing I can do. Like, they're just yeah. obviously unversed in the street, and so I just walked home and made a pancake, went to bed, <laughs> and just thought about, like, well, that was kind of a weird moment. And that, yeah, but there was no way to tie that into the podcast. But
1: maybe, maybe we just have a corner of this podcast each episode where you just where we just share random. All right, It like, Here- just doesn't tie in.
0: Here's corner number two. Please hit me. The other night.
1: Not literally.
0: I'm walking. It was the the next night. I'm walking. uh, I'm going up the Katy Trail. And um, Mm -hmm. there's a nice pigeon that's dead on the sidewalk. Okay. And uh, I don't know if its head was torn off or what the deal was. But I I stopped and I took a photo of it when no one was looking. And I was going to tweet it out from the the show account and be like, (laughs) yeah birds minus one podcast plus one and uh-huh but then i didn't because i was like yo is it's it a, weird that i even a, like took a, a little f- morbid because every time i looked at my phone for a little while it was like the bird was my most recent <laughs> like a dead bird and i'm kind of like covering it like it was an <laughs> yeah. indecent screenshot you know like because i'm like i don't want people to think i'm like photographing dead animals like uh-huh. yeah i did that you know yeah. ted bundy style <laughs> So uh, I didn't make use of that, but that's random Carson's corner number two of the week. I was just like thinking of things that literally tied in directly to the podcast or that I would have said that just had no bearing on anything else.
1: That is amazing.
0: Might make me a little creepy. So <laughs> I still have the photo if you want
1: it. <laughs> s- we'll Do, send you, it do it I the- need
0: to send out the tweet? No, we'll, we'll send it to the email
1: list. email Yeah, to everybody a- that
0: subscribed. <laughs> as an attachment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's that premium content.
0: Yeah, this is behind the paywall. <laughs> if you want to see dead birds and our sick thoughts,
1: come to Patreon. I <laughs> should have taken a picture of the dead snake, too.
0: Man, it wasn't dead, son. It was alive and wriggling. <laughs> should have
1: put that thing in reverse.
0: Man, it scared the crap out of me. It was, my dad said it was probably a cotton mouth.
1: Flip that thing down, flipping and reverse it. Heck no.
0: Mm. We're going back this. Uh, man, I hope that we get a dry spell, and I hope that we shoot well because we're both trying to shoot for a score. Yeah. Establish a real handicap, and excited to get to play uh, Cowboys two weeks in a row because mm-hmm. you know your boy eked out 12 holes because <laughs> my dad is like go this way that's the way to get back to the clubhouse because at one point he was like i'm done let's get yeah. out of here and i was like all right like <laughs> one more hole and so we get lost and i realize where we are and I'm, we're at hole like 15 mm-hmm. and there was it wasn't raining so hard at that moment so i'm like hey might as well just tee off on this one and just kind of like play this one hole in and he was uh-huh. like all right and so <laughs> i tee off and I kind of ended up playing like 15 through 18 <laughs> and he was like, all right, he was kind of yeah. like groaning, moaning, uh, ready to get out of there. Like uh-huh. any other normal person would, but I was crazy and I probably eked out 12 or 13 holes.
1: Man, you're becoming like a legitimate, like th- this is a full blown hobby. Like, I mean, it, I guess it always, it has been for a while now, but like,
0: it's been a full blown hobby for two or three you're years. You're playing,
1: you know, rain or shine.
0: Well, i'm not able to play as much as i would like to so when you do get to play yeah it's kind of like you know at one point there was a significant thunder and Mm -hmm. lightning i didn't really care i was we were out who are we out with um where i was like there's a lot of thunder and so there's electricity and they were like there's been no lightning and i was like (laughs) Well, there's been thunder though, right? And they were like, "Yeah, lots of thunder, but no lightning." <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "All right, <laughs> uh,
1: good for you." <laughs> I don't know too many instances.
0: Hey, Where bro, um, we should go if we're gonna make dinner. Okay. We don't have um, to yet, but we. It's seven. So. Let's
1: let's start wrapping it up. Um, I do. Before I forget, I do want to shout out Alec and Rochelle McLaughlin. Um. Apparently, Rochelle has been listening. Oh, wow. Yeah, like the past few episodes. So Nice. Um, Definitely, um, shout out to them. That means a lot. Alex said he's planning on getting back uh, back to listening, so if he does.
0: Nice. We've converted the wives. Isn't that crazy? What's up? Yeah. Actually, 28 to 34-year-old women are our number one demographic yeah? listener for the show.
1: What do you think it is?
0: I think it's me. <laughs> no, I'm <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, No. I... You... You know, at at the times that I've dated during the show, uh, it's a uh, uh-huh. it's a crew Listeners, so I'll say that. Yeah, sorry,
1: <laughs> I just have one, and she doesn't listen. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey,
0: you bring the rest of the. <laughs> yeah, you bring the rest of the tribe, son.
1: Yeah, dude. Next year, I got some new sophomores coming in. <laughs> 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 so that's thirty new listeners. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's
0: really funny though. Um, uh, <laughs> well. They're not a big, I'll, I'll tweet out the uh, Spotify demo, but oh. it was really weird. Cause for a long time it was skewing like male, you mm-hmm. know, look, like we were going to be selling Barlow tackle yeah. tackle box knives or something, but 20 to 30 year old women are like, we, we should be selling chipped away. What should we be selling? Like Bumble premium memberships or eHarmony? Or
1: yes, <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you by Tinder.
0: First time mortgages for um, <laughs> those that thought they were going to buy together, but now need to just buy because it's a good investment
1: vehicle, right? Uh, this episode is brought to you by Robinhood. That
0: was probably like really real for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Really dark. That's okay.
0: All right. Well, this place closes at eight. You know, oh. El Phoenix closes downtown closes at eight nowadays
1: that's ins- like seven days a week why
0: i don't know why but is it it's a been- covid thing or i don't know what the deal is but if you're not in there by like 720 um
1: i feel like a lot of places are going to continue some of these hours and everything post covid uh, i don't know like i feel like they use it as an excuse at first and now they can just be like well that's how we've been doing it and so it's worked and I don't know. They should be open later. Is all I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for that long-winded way of saying that. We all agree with that. Yeah, they should be uh, open later. Yeah.
1: Um, next week, I have a constituency meeting on Wednesday. Um,
0: whatever that means.
1: Yeah, we were. Our school is looking into a different way of grading. Um. Yeah, it's like skills based and everything. I don't know. I think it's a mistake, but whatever. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're having a whole meeting on that on Wednesday. So uh, maybe we can find a different day of the week. Uh, maybe maybe on maybe on Thursday. But that that's just to give the listeners a heads up. Tomorrow might be a little wonky with the episode schedule, and that's on me. But gotta do what i gotta do
0: it's okay buddy if amc uh goes to the moon we're quitting this podcast by next week
1: no no we're quitting i'm quitting teaching yeah we're gonna podcast on the islands yeah and then we'll be doing the podcast
0: is it weird that i'm like already thinking like should probably just go back to mexico right like (laughs) i mean why not i mean
1: weather's only getting better feels like
0: why not right
1: yeah yeah keep that tan going yeah,
0: man. I, people, I'm wearing that pink today. Mm-hmm. The pink with the light baby blue polo rider. Yeah. Um, you're, you're
1: dark enough now to where it like, doesn't blend in.
0: I came back three, four weeks ago. I've gotten two or three like 38 to 48-minute pool sessions in. Mm-hmm. Direct uh, sun. A couple golf rounds, but it's really locked in this nice. I just feel good right now. You look good. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I needed this day. I felt... Thinner today i swear i gained like seven pounds in one day like it's the weirdest thing how i literally was like 184 one day and then i was 190 the next day and i was like this is ridiculous um i'm trying to be i would love to be 175 i would love to be 170 to be beautiful probably not going to get there yeah but 184 i'm like within grasp of 175 you know that's a couple that's a day of fasting couple Good BMs, and we're off to the races, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> you know, but locking it in and maintaining that. Like, I even feel like my range of motion on the days where I don't, <sighs> I'm trying to lock in what it is. Like, I need to drop the double wrap tortilla on mm. the burrito. I need it to be one, yeah. and I need to not do anything after that. If right. I can just do that, or if I'm hungry beyond that, have the
1: banana, you yeah. know? Chew some gum. <sighs> yeah. Yeah whatever i will if if i get below 215 ever again i'm (laughs) sick like that's what happened like like i've been in the hospital for a bit i will never get below 215 again you're a real man well um but yeah i'm i'm looking forward the gyms have been opening up uh the saunas again Mm. and that's like huge for me uh i love going into the sauna before a workout and then like swimming some laps yeah. So about to get back into that, actually uh, on Friday.
0: Yeah, you you love the wet areas. I do too. Yeah, I'm glad that they're back open because. Well, yeah, wet. Because I what. Haven't been able to access them, at, <laughs> since the pandemic started.
1: The saunas, yeah. Right. Any of those what shared are you, common why areas? Why are you saying it smugly? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm not. Whatever, man. <laughs> um, looking forward to that. looking forward to swimming because that's easy on my knees yeah old man yeah been an old man for a while so that's what i got all right buddy shout out to all the graduates uh high school college proud of you shout out to them freshmen yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's right go make some money
0: yeah buddy you're about to get on your master's courses yep it's gonna be a good hot girl summer for us
1: yeah I don't know what yeah. that means.
0: I don't know what it means either, but it's empowering. Yeah. Get the people
1: going. We don't know what it means, but it's provocative. Yeah. All right, y'all. We love you. Thanks for listening.
0: We did it again. Another week in the books, number 71. Thank you, Mr. B-Rad. It looks like we're not quitting this show uh, at the moment. So let's uh, hope for a good week in crypto. Uh, let's mm-hmm. go AMC. Hold. Yeah. And uh, we will <laughs> catch you up next week.
1: Diamond hands, baby.